Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. I am really excited about this topic because I think something that you see happen and some of you have probably even experienced within direct sales and network marketing, I think the majority of us, not everyone, obviously, but it seems to be that this industry is made up of moms, right? And the summer tends to be really, really hard for moms for a variety of reasons, right? And so um, today we're going to be talking about systems for summer success. And some of these things might be things that you already do or you've done in the past. And um, then the last like couple of minutes, like we did before, we're going to spend about 15 minutes of our, you know, time together, either implementing something that we just talked about, or you are going to um, use that time to invite. So just for like a little bit of accountability for those of you that are joining us. And if you are watching the replay, you can still do that, right? You can watch the training. And then at the end, hold yourself accountable to that. So yes, systems for summer success. So yeah, so the first about um, 30, 40 minutes or so is going to be me training you um, on things that I have actually done myself that have helped sustain my business um, or just some suggestions based on, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Some suggestions based on Um, you know, what's going on in today's, in the the industry. All right. So unfortunately, as I mentioned, many people in the industry industry tend to go through a summer slump. How many of you have maybe ever experienced that, or you have seen this um, kind of happen with your team, maybe like where people kind of check out a little bit, they're not as engaged, And obviously this happens for a variety of reasons, right? But the good news is you do not have to ride on this summer slump struggle bus. Okay. Right. Like, and I, I think as well, I'm going to be sharing some things that we can also help our team members not be on this struggle bus of a summer slump as well. And so I believe the best way to avoid it is through intentional planning, like upfront saying, you know, acknowledging saying like, okay, my schedule is going to look different, right? Like I'm already thinking my girls are going to be home. You know, what, what are some things that I can put in place? So intentional planning 
and implementing systems. Um, and I know you guys, some of you have already watched the training on like time management and systems and all that kind of stuff, but I'm going to talk a little bit more in detail in regards to kind of the different areas of your business. Okay. Um, and so first I just wanted to, you know, acknowledge kind of all the different areas. Like, let's just kind of list them out. So I wrote down a couple of different ones and these are the ones that I'm going to dive into in just a second. And so we have, of course, our customers, no matter your, you know, business model, whether you are in the party space or not, we have customers, right? So there's like customer service and all that kind of different aspects of supporting those people, as well as we've got marketing, so we have, what I mean by that is like social media. How are you continuing to get business, right? And then we have our parties. For those of you in the party space, or you might even be doing events. Um, we have team support. So what can you do to keep your team engaged? And then finally, we have leader support. For those of you who are already leaders, you're supporting leaders, or you have aspiring leaders? How can you keep those people engaged and motivated? Um, so that's the first step is kind of writing down. And you may think of, you know, there might be some other things, areas of your business that you, you want to focus on, but hopefully this concept can be implemented into everyone's business and you will find, sorry, I just realized we've got some people <laughs> in the waiting room. I'm like, oh, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking away. Um, hopefully, right, this will help you not only feel like you're going into some, you're walking into summer with a confident, like a plan, an action plan, a strategy, um, but then also a way that you can continue. Maybe if you've had some momentum this spring or you're like, man, I really want to capitalize on the fall, this will help you build on that. So the first step, like I said, is to just write down the different areas of your business. The second step is to decide what you would like your income to be this summer. And really, you have to kind of unpack what would need to happen in your business to bring home that paycheck. And I, I remember, you know, the first time I heard this concept of like, decide how much money you want to make. And I remember being like, you can just decide like, that's kind of that's kind of silly. Like, that's kind of crazy. Is that really a thing? But it is. And so many of you guys know that, right? Of course, we have to be realistic. We can't be like, I want a million dollars this summer. <laughs> you know, like, let's be realistic. But I think that you might, based on your prior experience and your prior results, you can look at, you know, that and say, okay, I know when X, Y, and Z happens, this is how much money I'm making and how much I'm bringing home. Okay, so the second step is to figure out how much you want to make this summer. And then next, you're going to decide when you are going to work and when you are going to play. Okay, so obviously the summer is known for, you know, going to the pool, going to, um, you know, vacations, family reunions. It's full of incredibly fun memories and, you know, sometimes exhausting, you know, times because we're exhausted from doing all this traveling and fun and et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't mean we're not going to show up and work, right? It just means that we have to be really intentional. All right. So we're going to dive into each of these topics that I listed. So for those of you that hopped on late um, or you hopped on late because I didn't let you in the waiting room, sorry about that. <laughs> I apologize. You're waiting on me. Um, I listed customers, marketing, parties, team support, 
and leader support. So those are the topics that I'm going to talk about today and some systems that you can um, implement to help you continue to have success throughout the summer. But really, obviously, these can be applied year round. So we're going to start with customers. So um, what's interesting to me is that um, if there's a lot of studies, not just with direct sales, but there's a lot of studies that say that our existing customers are you know, there's, they're like 10 times more likely to give us a repeat sale, right? Or a repeat booking or even a referral. And so knowing this, right, I think that's, that's an underutilized um, opportunity because there's already a trust, there's already a relationship, right? And some of you might be like, oh, well, I can't go back to that person because they just hosted, you know, two months ago or whatever, right? Well, you could go back to that person and share with them, you know, if new products are launching, you know, you can go back to that person and um, ask them, say like, hey, we have new products launching. You could get these at a discount. Do you have a friend, right? Or, you know, whatever, who could benefit from filling up their kitchen? Or do you know anyone getting married this spring or summer, right? And so I think just kind of thinking through the lens of our existing customer base is such a powerful right? Place that we can start. Uh, and then as well as, you know, if you're not in the party space, what I want to encourage you, what, what's interesting, I was talking to actually Monique about that this morning was referrals and how, you know, the lack of people utilizing this is, um, it's pretty common, right? For people not really to do much with referrals, unless you're in the party space. And the reason why I say that is because the majority of the, the industry, if you, if the corporation, like if the home office has created a compensation plan based on parties, right? And like building a business on parties, usually within the um, host, like referral to get a booking, there's some kind of incentive, right? And so if you're not in like Pampered Chef or, you know, I don't know, Norwex or something like that, if you're not in, you know, a party space, I want you to start thinking about how can I implement a referral system? Like what is something that you can do that either isn't going to cost you a ton of money or investment or just in general, right? Like what is something that you can do to continue to generate more business? All right. So as an example, you have to kind of think about, um, you know, the customer journey. And so for those of you like in the health space, you may be like, okay, um, people are looking for a transformation. So you're either, um, you know, you're either going to ask for the referral at the point of sale, like looking for an accountability partner, like, hey, you know, who do you know that is similar to you, right? Like, who do you know that is a, a mom that's struggling with energy or whatever, right? Or who do you know that whatever, right? Um, and that's kind of like getting you a referral, a sale, but it's also helping them so that they have that transformation alongside someone else, right? So, um, looking at it through the lens of you're helping them. You're not saying, hey, great, you're buying something from me and now I want something else. Like now I want more. That's not what you're doing. What you're doing is saying, hey, I want to set you up for success. And people are so much more likely to have success when they have an accountability partner, right? So if you're talking to someone about your products and you know this is, this is more of like a transformation or skincare or whatever it is, right? Um, I would encourage you to think about referrals because by nature, a lot of people in like, I would train my team just because we were like, hey, let's leverage what home office is giving us. And so essentially, you know, book three parties from every party was the goal, you know, whether it was like two weeks from then or like 
two months or, you know, six months or whatever, the goal was to get three bookings so that all of your business was consistently just like coming from your existing business. And so um, I just want to encourage you, if you're not in the party space, that's something you can work on. You know, you could say, hey, I'm going to come up with a program every single time I talk to somebody about the products and they are looking to buy, then I'm going to ask them, number one, an accountability partner. And then number two, have like a template or a funnel or, a you know, something where you say like, um, maybe even what I mean by that is like a blanket template. That way you kind of don't forget, right? Like you want to just say like, okay, here's what I'm going to ask, you know, the process I'm going to take my customers through like a customer journey. And then um, after that, there's that other point where they have the transformation. So, you know, speaking again from the health and wellness space um, or even in general, if someone is like, maybe you sell makeup or whatever it is, right? You're someone's using your products and they're saying, Hey, I love this, right? Like, Oh, maybe they're using your skincare and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is great. My skin is clearing up, right? That's again, when you can say like, I'm so glad to hear, you know, how things are going for you. You know, I was recently thinking about you. I wanted to connect and see how, you know, how you're loving the products. I am always looking to expand you know, my business. And I would love to know, do you know someone who could also benefit from these products that would probably fall in love with them just as much as you have, right? So at that point in their customer journey, they're, they're loving the products. And you could do this again with the party space too, right? So someone is like, you know, maybe with um, Zaya, right? They're wearing their workout gear or whatever. And they're like, oh my gosh, these are the best pants I've ever had. Like, I'm so glad, you know, that I got these or whatever I had at my party same concept, right? I'm so pleased to know that you're loving these, blah, 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 right? Um, so just think about referrals. They can be really powerful. The other thing is um, you can also create a message template that can be sent out after someone purchases. And even you can like you do this in project broadcast or whatever. Um, and the reason why I think you should create a template is because if you are, you know, for those of you that are maybe you're like, okay, summer's hectic, it's crazy. And, um, you know, depending on the size of your business, if you have a bigger, like a, you're producing a, a lot of customers are coming into your business at once, um, then you might not be able to just manually text and you might need to implement something like Project Broadcast. But for those of you that maybe you're just kind of getting a steady flow of customers right now and it's not an overwhelming amount then maybe you download like the boards app or something like that, where you have the template saved for when someone purchases and then put a reminder on your calendar um, for, you know, a week or 10 days or whatever, when they would purchase the products or I mean, excuse me, when they would receive the products. Right. And so just kind of having some kind of flow, like customer service in a sense, or follow-up that's, either automated in a sense so that when you're out by the pool, you're not like, oh man, I, you know, I've got to write that down or I don't want to forget or whatever. But instead you, you've already got the template saved. It's something you can do from your phone, you know, on the go. Um, or if it's automated in project broadcast, maybe you have a specific day of the week uh, or excuse me, like a specific time of the day, like a couple days a week where you say, okay, every Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to add everybody in who purchased it in my parties to project broadcast and start their campaign, like for their customer, you know, messages, like, thank you, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then of course, with your current customers, 
anytime someone purchases, I would encourage you to be funneling them to a VIP community because this is another way like for you to stay in front of them you know, you're, you're gonna, you know, have them, they're, they're your true blue fan. They're your people that are like always going to be interested in what is coming out. Right. And so just have somewhere you can put them <laughs> basically. Um, and then as well as how are you going to track your customers? So uh, you have to kind of look at, you know, what, how you work your business. If you are, you know, not necessarily on the go, you're more at home and you're more of a pen and paper person then I think it's perfectly fine. Or even you're just like, yeah, I usually have my laptop with me. So you could do Excel or you could do a notebook or whatever. Um, or if you're like, you know what? I've got small kids. My life is crazy. I work another job. I can't hardly keep up with all these notebooks. Then maybe you try something like Trello. And anytime someone places an order or hosts a party or whatever, you know, whatever works best for you, at the end of the day, find something and stick with it, right? The consistency of it is what pays off. All right, so that's just kind of a couple of thoughts on our customers. The second topic is marketing. So to me, this is something that I think people in general, all throughout the year, they don't understand the power behind social media marketing. I think the reason why is because we don't always see an immediate result of it. And so it always gets placed on the back burner which is understandable, right? Like if you feel like, you know, I've got a really good handle on my business and, you know, I'm, I'm getting consistent referrals and getting consistent bookings and getting, you know, the business that I want, then great, that's fine. But I just want to challenge your thinking in that when you are posting on social media, even if you're not necessarily getting engagement, there are still people that are watching your content, right? You're building up that sense of trust. Like, hey, yes, I'm still over here. I'm still doing you know, plexus, like body, whatever it is, right? Like I'm still, this is still a priority for me. I am still, you know, open for business essentially is kind of what you have to think about it. And so, you know, a lot of times I think in, especially in the seasons of like summer or like holidays, people lose momentum during that time because they aren't showing up consistently. You know, that whole thing, like what you do now affects your business, like 30, 60, 90, even 120 days from now, right? Like what you're doing this summer is going to impact your business in the fall. And that's not anything new, but I would just encourage you so that you're not feeling like, oh man, I, I need to like post something in my VIP group or, oh man, I need to do whatever. It's a simple thing. You guys just batch it, like just take some time to sit down and say, okay, put it on your calendar for the next like week or two and say, okay, on this date, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to plan out, okay, here's all the places that I want to show up. So maybe it's like your VIP group, your Instagram and your Facebook, right? And for those of you that do like TikTok and other things, you can add those into, but basically you're going to write out what are all the places that I want to show up, right? And then if it was me, I would pick a theme for the week. So I would say, okay, maybe, um, I don't know, week one, it just depends on the business, right? But like week one could be whatever you're, if you're like, have host specials, right? You have a theme focused around that and kind of the products and a recipe or whatever. And then like how people can get those products, right? And then, um, because you might still be trying to book a few more shows in that month or, um, you know, for those of you that are, maybe you're like doing some kind of summer health challenge, you know, maybe you are marketing that, you know, the first week or whatever. And then week two can be, you know, think about 
maybe you want to talk a little bit about the business and feature someone on your team, like as a testimonial, maybe you're even going to talk a little bit about, um, I mean, you know, there's just lots of basically go to the content, right. To get some, some ideas, but even just in general, thinking through like, okay, it's easier to plan your content based on a theme. Monique and I do that all the time. We'll say like, Hey, okay, this week, let's talk about recruiting, you know, next week, let's talk about blah. blah. So you get to decide, have fun with it, you know, bring in your personality. But if you plan ahead, then it's like, you can be by the pool and make your post, you know, and you're like, I'm showing up. If nothing else, I'm showing up. Even if you're not going out and engaging with, you know, all these people on their content, just being consistent with showing up goes a long way. All right. The third um, area that we talked about were parties. And so to me, uh, many of you guys probably have a pretty good handle on this, but I'm just going to share a couple of things that um, helped me when I was, you know, have during the summer months and having small children at home or, you know, for those of you that maybe work another job or, you know, you take care of loved ones. Um, the first thing I would encourage you to do is to create one party template that you can use all summer long. Okay. And then use a third party resource um, or posting service like SenseShare, Post My Party, Visly, there's like a million, or even you can do um, Facebook scheduler. So maybe you're not someone who has like, you know, four to six shows a week. Maybe you're like, you know what, I can schedule these my manually, then that's fine. But I will say there is so much power in using those third party schedulers because it will save you so much time. And in reality, you know, everyone has their opinion on, oh, my, my, you know, engagement is down when I do that, or, oh, this and that, or whatever. But in my opinion, the best way to get the engagement up has nothing to do with the scheduler. It has to do with the engagement in the group, meaning your host coaching, right? <laughs> like your host and getting them excited, engaged. And then as well as I would, when it comes to host coaching, right, and making sure they're following through, there's a couple of thoughts. You could do your host coaching on Project Broadcast just to be a little more automated in case you're like, I'm afraid I'm going to drop the ball because I've got the kids home or whatever. Or you could also do them in a group. Like if you have, let's say you've got two or three or four, goodness, even 10 parties, you know, going on in one week. You could put all your hosts in one group message. And then what you can do is before you put them, just dumping them in there, send them each a message ahead of time. Say like, hey, I know everyone is busy this summer. And so I wanted to encourage, or I wanted to do all my host coaching in one group thread to ensure I'm connecting with every single person every single day, right? Just be upfront, tell them like why you're doing it or whatever. Um, and that way you just have one group to go to every single day. And you're still going to do your tracking. You're still going to maybe even do some one-on-one -on -one check ins with your host so that, right, there's a little bit more accountability in regards to helping them follow through. But when you do stuff like that, it's also encouraging too, because within the group, you could either do some kind of competition, like the host, the hostess of with the mostest or whatever, right, gets, gets to win something, you know, like. Each week you give away a summer product to one host who has the best show or whatever, and they can have a little friendly competition inside it. You could say, give an update every single day. So-and-so's at this, so-and-so's at this, so-and-so's at this, right? And it's kind of like, in a sense, accountability because you're putting their numbers out there, right? Or you can even say, you know, if you're like, I don't want to put everybody's numbers out there. Like maybe if you have a week where you've got like two hosts that are really struggling and like, 
the other host, you're way above and you're like, oh, I don't really want to. Well, you could still say, hey, like shout out to this person and this person, um, you know, their their parties are at this. Right. And giving the total because it kind of puts it in front of the other host. They're like, oh, I got to get in gear. Right. Or they may say like, oh, man, you know, your parties are doing so great. Like, what are you doing? And then they might even share some ideas. Right. You never know. Um, so that's one idea. You don't have to do that. Obviously, you can also even schedule emails. So if you're someone who's like, I really prefer using email, you could totally do that as well. Um, and then uh, just a, something fun, uh, I would encourage you guys to do to keep the engagement up in your parties. But even if you're not doing virtual parties, and you do, um, you're just like, just to keep your engagement up is to go live. Uh, so when I was, I remember back in the day, it was like, everyone was trying to figure out like, how can I go live and share one video into all of my, you know, parties at once. And now you can do that. It's like Facebook's finally like caught on that, like, oh, people want to be able to like go into different groups or whatever. And so you can set up a live video and click which groups you want to go live in. Um, and so I, I obviously am not showing you any technical things, but you could totally like Google that and, um, you know, say like live on Facebook in multiple groups. And I'm sure there's like a video out there on, on YouTube or something. Um, but that way that's saving you some time. You're not feeling like I've got to go live in, you know, four or five parties every single week, but instead you just go live once and you thank your host. And for those of you that are, Again, not in the party space, I would still encourage you to go live because, you know, video is queen. Okay. People want to see you. They want to engage with you. They want to hear your voice and they want to interact with you because that ultimately is determining whether they want to do, you are the one that determines whether they do business with you or join your team or host a party, et cetera. Okay. All right. So the last two topics are about team support. So the first one is team, team overall support, and then we'll cover some leadership support um, and how, how that would look in my own business throughout the summer. So when we think about our teams, right? If someone is not, you know, having consistent success, they're less likely to show up. And because they're so busy in the summer anyway, or there's distractions, or it's kind of like when the sun is out, we want to go out and play. We don't want to do work. You know, have y'all, I posted a reel yesterday of my daughter from last summer. I found it on my phone. I was like, oh, I got to post that. And it's like, the sun is out. I want to misbehave. And I was like, yes, that is so true. Because it's like, when the sun comes out, we're all like, oh, forget responsibilities. Let's go outside. You know, let's play. Let's go to the beach. Let's get away. And so unfortunately, right, in order to be able to have those kinds of opportunities, many of us still have to work, right? We gotta pay for the beach trip. We gotta pay our bills. We gotta, you know, we gotta do all those things. And so, so many people on our team might not rely on that, right? That might not be their income. It might not be, it might just be like fun money or whatever. And so we want to keep them engaged. We want to keep them excited. We want to dangle some carrots in front of them. And so some things that I have done is um, I created a team project broadcast campaign to stay in front of them. And so what I would do is I would send them a message like once or twice a week. One, you know, some, some ideas on like messages that you could send to your team. And these are text messages for those of you that are like, what is project broadcast? Which if you don't know what that is, you're probably living under a rock. 
but most people know what it is. It's a text automation, um, you know, service. And so, and again, you don't have to do this. Like, I mean, before the text automation, I would manually send messages to my team. Okay. So don't feel like, you know, or send an email to your team. You can do that as well. All right. There's lots of different things you can do. But you might say, okay, once a week, I'm going to send them a social media post idea or something to like help them generate either more engagement on their platform to hopefully lead to conversations for either business or bookings um, or product information, right? Whatever the, the point. Okay. So giving them some content or some, you know, whatever. Um, you could send them a reminder about team trainings or corporate events. Like maybe if you're if your company is doing an opportunity event or if they're doing a, um, you know, educational event or a cooking event or whatever it is, right? Um, you can send out a text or an email to remind everyone, hey, don't miss out on this, blah, blah, blah. And even if it's something like an opportunity event that you're holding or the corporate team is, you can even send like, hey, Think of, you know, five friends to share this verbiage with and give them some like simple verbiage. And you can say like, obviously you can tweak this, make it your own, whatever. Um, you could also send out a message with like inspiration or training or a tech tip or whatever, right? You can say like, hey, I just stumbled upon this incredible YouTube video from this leader. Maybe someone in your company like shared a video or a training and you're like, oh, because just because we're posting it on our team page does not mean that people are seeing it, period. I mean, they just aren't, right? We're all busy. We don't always get notifications. Um, and so sometimes just that extra point of contact will not only make them feel like, oh, like she cares about me being engaged and I'm part of the team and feeling connected, but also, right, like they may have just not seen it. <laughs> they might just not have gotten the notification. Um, so a couple of other ideas is in regards to team support, um, would be to do some kind of like virtual summer retreat. Okay. You can even do an in-person thing too, like an all day, or like, if you actually want to go somewhere and do a retreat. But I think nowadays the majority of us have teams all over the country. And so you could do a virtual one day retreat and you could bring in guest speakers you could even partner with some other leaders and get your to get kind of get your team like pumped up, right? And just excited. Um, you could call it. We, I've done this before with a couple of other nationals. One time we called it sizzling summer success. And and honestly, like not everyone's going to be able to show up, right? That's just. I mean, people are going to be on vacation. People are going to be whatever. But if you market it in the right way, they're going to get excited. If you bring in maybe a, a guest speaker to share for a little bit, you could even call it like stellar summer success or whatever, right? Just kind of something like flashy to be like, oh, this is something different. This is something new, right? To kind of get them re-engaged. And then of course, before, right? We don't want to just like do this fluffy training and nothing come from it. So you need to decide ahead of time, okay, what is the objective, right? What is it that I am trying to see as a result? Like, what do I want to see happen as a result of everyone attending this training? And then, of course, if you have a guest speaker, you know, it's always, I think, um, polite to send like a Starbucks gift card or a handwritten note just saying like, hey, thank you. I really appreciate you. Or, you know, you could send them like something from Amazon. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but um, unless it's like like your directors, I don't think you have to necessarily like or even like a sister director. But if you like 
bring in someone who's like a national executive or a diamond or someone, and they're like willing to give, you know, 20, 30, 45 minutes of their time, just send them a little happy, right? That always made me feel so good when people would do that for me. Um, because it's just, it's just thoughtful, right? And just, and it, and it makes me too want to like continue to do that, to continue to give back, you know? Um, and so just as a, just a, just a thought on that. Um, and then also you could even offer incentives, right? For people who show up live to any trainings um, that you're offering, because, you know, people are busy, summer schedule. I mean, year round, you could even do something like this, right? But um, it could be a couple of different things, right? One of them could be, either like you send them a product, like if the product just launched and you got some extra, you could send a product, right? Like a summer product, or if you have samples, right? You could even do like, if you're like, I have no money right now, Becky, I can't do incentives. Okay. Get creative. What do you have? Right? Like, do you have samples of your plexus? Do you have, right? You can make a little cute little bundle and say like, Hey, you know, I'm going to send this out, like whoever shows up, or you don't even have to tell them what the prize is. Like, you could just say like one, one of our team members is going to get a prize tonight. Right. You don't have to say what it is and then do a drawing. Okay. Based on who shows up live, because at the end of the day, it's, we're not going to, I always recorded and I like went live on my team page and it's not that, um, you know, I want to encourage people to just watch the recording or just watch on Facebook. But in reality, like sometimes that's just going to happen. And as your team grows, so will people's conflicts and schedules. And so I eventually came to the point of, okay, I know there's a lot of power in saying, oh, I'm not recording and I want you to show up. But I also think if you create an environment where that's the case, then only a certain kind of person is going to be able to work the business because they're only going to be able to show up when it's convenient for you. Right. And so I would just encourage you. Um, I think there are certain times, like if you're holding like the super accountable, like an intensive mastermind or like developing leader kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's totally acceptable to say, I'm not going to record this. I expect you to show up. Right. And that's when we're being serious. But throughout the summer, I would say, you know, we want to make sure they're getting the information, putting it in their hands. So I would challenge you to just make sure you're going live or recording and emailing out the recording or something like that. Because I do think just with the the time, the season, right, people are busy. People are just not going to you may only have like three or four people show up and that's OK. I mean, I've held meetings where I had one person show up live. Um, like in my home. Okay. This was like back in the day. All right. I did a in-home per in-person meeting. I had one person show up and then another person showed up like 30 minutes late. And I could have been like, wow, this is a complete waste of time. You might as well go home. Like, but instead I was like, no, I'm going to, you know, I planned for this. I'm still going to deliver the content. And that one girl that was there on time, she ended up being one of my directors a couple of months later. And so I think just in general, it's the same concept. You got to show up for the few to be prepared for the many. So look at it like practice too. If you're like delivering a team training, you're like, man, there's only like three people on here, right? If you're preparing for, you know, practicing that muscle of confidence and training and speaking. And, you know, Sarah Zalecki said that to us before our training, we were like, hey, we never know how many people are going to be on. Sometimes there's like three, sometimes there's like 20, you know, we just don't know, you know, because it's like a free training that we're, you know, we're giving. And um, she was like, you know what? I don't care if it's just me and you guys and one other person, you know, it doesn't matter to me because she said, this is just going to give me more practice and help me become prepared for the next time I speak. So just look at it like that this summer and just all year round in general.
Um, and so let's see. Oh, and also just in regards to planning, like if you do a monthly team training, look at your schedule and say, okay, you know what? I already know I'm going to be planning. I'm going to be traveling this week. I'm going to be gone this week, whatever. And like plan your meeting now, like plan the meeting ahead of time, prepare yourself so that again, you show up confidently because you're not flying by the seat of your pants. Um, but also you can also tease your team and say like, oh, I'm so excited. You guys, we're going to be talking about, you know, blank topic. You're not going to want to miss this, right? Do some kind of like upfront, you know, marketing and kind of encouraging them to show up. Um, all right. And then finally, um, I want to talk about leader support. Um, and yes, you're, that's exactly right. People that are serious will figure it out. They'll be like, you know what? I mean, I've even had times when I was on vacation and I was like, oh, we have a team meeting. Like, you know, like I had planned it ahead of time. And my mom was like, let's go to the beach. And I was like, okay, but like, I have, to, you know, I have to have Wi-Fi because I got to do this team training, you know? And it was just like, I figured it out. It wasn't easy with my kids in a beach, small little condo, but I mean, I did the thing. Right. So I think you're totally right. Like if it's important, they'll figure it out. Um, okay. And then, so finally, let's talk about leader support. So I think the leaders on your team, uh, are your, the people in general that you have got to stay connected with throughout the summer, because at the end of the day, right, the whole goal is to multiply ourselves. The goal is not for us to be, have our hands in hundreds of people's businesses or thousands of people's businesses. Our goal is to have a few select people that we are truly paving the way with, building this empire with. And those are the people that we're saying, hey, okay, you're my people, right? Like I'm gonna relay this information to you and I know you're gonna relay it to them. And so I think by holding some kind of weekly like Zoom, like it could be a coffee chat, or office hours, like we literally have this coffee chat, like every single Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, I did a coffee chat with all of my directors and everyone said it was their favorite meeting that we did all, like all month long. And the reason was because I had maybe a couple of suggest suggested topics that we could unpack or talk about. But at the end of the day, I basically said, hey, it's an open forum. It's a chance for you to come and share kind of like that whole rosebud thorn analogy we've done before, come and share like something that's working, right? Something that you're really excited about. Your team is getting results from, you're getting results from, come and share. Is there something that you're struggling with right now? Like, let's unpack it. The answer is always in the room, right? If there are leaders there, we can figure it out together. And then maybe even, do we have any ideas? Like, how can we get, you know, our team engaged? How can we get our sales up? How can we get our recruiting up, right? Or just kind of talking through those things as leaders, because then they feel connected to the ideas, right? So I'm not just saying, hey, guys, this is what we're doing. <laughs> you know, we're doing this team challenge and you have to do it whether you like it or not. But instead, we're all collectively contributing. And it really helped with the team culture because there was an accountability piece as well, where the leaders were saying, you know what, like, I think we can recruit this many, or I think we can do this, or hey, can we do blah, blah, blah. And then I could say like, okay, cool. Um, how many people are your, is your team going to recruit them? Like, if you think our organization can do this, what about you? Like, what about, you know, or, okay, you want us to do this summer, whatever challenge. Okay. Can you create the graphic? Right. So then it was more of like, we were all collectively contributing, which created so much momentum. 
Okay. Um, and then as well, y'all know, I love project broadcast. And so I created a text campaign for my leaders and I ended up continuing to do this because I was like, wow, I can kind of see it's like keeping me connected with them. They're able to give me feedback, ask me questions more individually, even if they're in my like third generation or whatever, um, as well as I'm giving them an, a weekly action plan. And so um, this can look like a couple of things for, for the leaders um, in general, I think that are, I wouldn't say, you know, everyone is learning and evolving. So I'm not trying to say anything, whatever, but I think like essentially sometimes there are leaders that come on to your team and they have, they're like either accidental leaders or they just have no idea what they're doing. Right. And they're literally just flying by the seat of their pants and they don't even know, like there are certain things they don't even know they should be doing. Right. And like how to hold people accountable without like hurting their feelings or I don't want to, you know, ask them blah, blah, blah. So by, I think by you just kind of having a couple of touch points with them without getting on a coaching call that's going to be like an hour and a half long every single week with every director. Like I realized at one point in time, I had 88 leaders in my organization, first through third gen. That was not even counting. I had people all the way through sixth gen. So I was literally like, there is no way, like there is no way I can personally one-on-one -on -one get on the phone with every single leader, you know, every single whatever. And so I was like, I got to do a couple of things. So that's why one of the reasons I started the coffee chat, because I had second and third gen, you know, hopping on a couple of my, the majority of my first gen were always like on, but there were, you know, other people throughout the organization and as well as the text campaign. And so just an example of one that I had sent out, I've, I pulled it up because I was like, let me pull an example for you guys. So I would usually send one out on Mondays and then I would send one out sometimes throughout the week if I needed to send a reminder about like opportunity event or something like that, like what we talked about. But just for my leaders, they usually got just one once a week and it was always on Monday. And here's here's what this one says. Happy Monday. Do you have the bookings you need to achieve your goals in June? This week, focus on filling your June calendar. I recently posted an idea of texting out, um, texting out the box post because there's like a box post or whatever to get bookings. I sent it to all of my contacts and I booked 15 parties from it. If you haven't already done so, send a personal message or text to everyone on your team. Ask them to share what their Pampered Chef goal is for the summer. Is it to pay for summer camp, full-time income, fun money? And they all have question marks, of course. Then help them come up with the numbers needed to reach this goal. Don't forget to recognize the free-for-all earners on your team page all month long as well. Okay, so I'm giving them like just quick little like action plans. And so obviously that was related to Pampered Chef because that was what the company I was with. But you guys, whatever company you're with, you might be like, okay, you know what? Ask them like, what are your goals for the summer? I mean, you could literally today come up with a text message. Yes, I will, Beth. Um, you can come up with a text message and send it out to everyone on your personal team. And then you can send one out to your leaders, more tailored to leadership, right? And saying like, hey, let's, you know, brainstorm collectively how we can keep our teams engaged throughout the summer, blah, 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 right? So um, yes, I will post that. And so I think at the end of the day, this kind of, just like with anyone, like our leaders are still human. They still get distracted. They can fall off the bandwagon, lose momentum. And I think this kind of just gives 
a little bit of accountability and also they might just feel a little more supported right and connected because you're taking the time to say hey here are some actions that you could work on this week right and it's not that you're being like how many bookings did you get how many unless they want that accountability right because the leaders at the end of the day most of the time not always most of the time they know how to have a strong personal business which is why they are a leader but it's the leadership, right, that we have to learn to, to grow into and evolve and, and start with like, okay, how do I lead? You know, what is it that I need to do? How do I support my people? What does accountability look like? And so I think just by offering a couple of little tips each week, that can be so powerful. And just they'll, again, stay connected. Um, and then as well as, just like I said to all of you, continue to remind your leaders, I mean, everyone, but especially your leaders, I think right now having an emphasis on the fact that like what happens throughout the summer will affect and impact their business this fall. And I, you know, I think for the whole industry, the fall is one of the most productive and like, you know, the busiest seasons in general. It's not always true for every person. You might be like, I had a really great June or whatever, you know, that's fine, right? Like, I'm not saying, but just in general, I think the majority of people have an incredibly successful fall selling season. But sometimes that doesn't pick up until like October, November, because it's not, it's like they didn't really set themselves up for success in the summer, meaning August and September are kind of like a little bit slower creating the momentum. Um, and so I would just encourage you guys to think through like, okay, what are some ways that I could help my team? Like even creating some kind of little IPA checklist or like, you know, that whole like build a business in 60 minutes a day. Like how can they still show up even if it's just for like an hour a day? Like what are some things that you can do to offer support and hold them accountable? Because ultimately whatever your team does is going to determine your success, right? As well um, in the fall. And, um, you know, as all... As always, you look at it like this. Some, yes, I'm offering you a bunch of different suggestions. You don't have to do every single thing that I suggested because some of you have different businesses anyway. You know, some of you are like, I'm not in the party space. Or some of you are like, you know, I already have a customer service campaign or whatever, right? So my point is maybe think through where either in the past or what you might predict could potentially be holes in your business or holes in your team or whatever and say, okay, I have dropped the ball on this before, you know, so maybe I should work on this system. And so that means you might have to kind of hustle in a sense over the next couple of weeks to set yourself up maybe before you go out of town. It's kind of like whenever people are coming over to your house and magically you clean your whole house in like, an hour and a half, right? And it's like, you're like, wow, that was crazy, like whirlwind, but you got it done, you figured it out. And so with the summer approaching very quickly, and some people are already starting to get out of school, like depending on where you live, um, you know, my kids, we've only got like two weeks left um, or week and a half, I guess, left. And so I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, like the other day I sat down and recorded like four podcast episodes. I was completely exhausted by the time I was done, right? Because I'd done all this talking, but I was thinking through like, okay, what are the things that's going to be really hard to do, right? If my kids are home all the time. So no matter what you've got, you know, going on this summer, I don't want you to feel like you have to sacrifice the memories to have success, but I think you can have both, but you just have to be really, really intentional. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word 
and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.